Hello to you. I do hope you're well and welcome to Communication Coach. I'm Ben Wardle and coming up today we have got our first ever golden rule for confident communication which is this, become genuinely interested in other people. So what is this all about? Let's unpack it, let's explore it and let's find out how taking a genuine interest in other people will benefit you in terms of your social confidence and your communication skills. So welcome along first of all, thank you very much for joining me. How are you today? Where are you listening? What are you doing? Let me know on Instagram, benwardle underscore, always great to hear from you. So we are going to dive straight in today with today's um, communication golden rule, which is from my social skills Bible, which anyone watching on YouTube will be able to see is now in half, I've read it that much, <laughs> over the past five years, which is of course How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Um, and it is a golden rule, I think it is the golden rule to be honest, of social skills and you know becoming a confident communicator. It's taking a genuine interest in other people and basically this is just about saying if you want to be good at socialising you need to enjoy it um, and you need to see it as it's a bit of fun, really, and it's a really positive opportunity to grow as an individual. Um, now, this is important because I think a lot of people, you know, whether you've got um, social anxiety um, or not, a lot of people struggle with, you know, communication and with social confidence because it's packaged with this sense of um, assessment and pressure and fear, if you like, because we seem to worry so much as human beings about what other people think of us. That seems to be something that preoccupies all of our minds. We think about it all the time. Um, and I think that certainly serves a purpose. You know, as social animals, it is important for us to have sort of approval and inclusion within a wider group because no one can survive on their own. And so, you know, for our ancestors, for example, in tribal communities in the earliest days of human existence, um, to be rejected or to do something that upset the group would mean death, wouldn't it? Because you'd be an outcast left on your own on the plains of Africa. So you'd have no food because, you know, who's going to help you forage for food? And you'd probably be eaten alive because who's going to, you know, warn you about potential predators um, or protect you within the shelter of the wider group? So, it's essential that we have some awareness of what other people think because it is important that, as I always like to say, we read the room and we sort of, you know, judge what's going on. And that helps us with our social etiquette, for example, doesn't it? You know, should I really behave this way in this situation? Is it appropriate? It's very important and it's very, very helpful to think about what other people are thinking. But like anything, if you do it too much, it becomes a problem. And I think worrying what other people think of you can become paralysing. It can become a major, major problem in our social interactions. If we become obsessed about it, you know, we become overwhelmed by it. And that's not good. That's not helpful because it will really limit your ability to communicate with confidence. You know, if you're so worried about what someone's going to think, it's going to, you know, really take you a lot of effort to start a conversation, to stand up and give a speech or to walk into a social situation. Because as I say, you're going to be overwhelmed and 
paralysed by your fears about what people think. And so how do we solve that? How do we get over that? And I really believe, and this is just my personal belief, that the secret to doing that is to put the focus on the other person rather than yourself. So rather than thinking, what do they think of me? I want you to think, what can I learn from them? Or how can I make them feel at ease? So when you take that spotlight off yourself, you stop seeing your social interactions as a measure of your worth or as an assessment of your value or likability as a human being. You know, when you become genuinely interested in other people, you you put the focus on them. And so what you can do is make them feel important because every single human being wants to feel important. You know, when you take an interest in someone, they are going to absolutely love you because human beings have this desire to feel important, to feel valid, to feel noticed, acknowledged and appreciated. So Number one, if you become interested in other people, other people will like you. They like it when someone takes an interest in them. If you ask them questions, you know, you pay attention to them when they speak, they're going to like you because you make them feel good. But also, when you become genuinely interested in them, as I say, you take the focus off yourself, which is so helpful. It's like taking a massive weight off your shoulders because you're no longer seeing your social interactions as this assessment of your worth and value. Instead, you're seeing them as an opportunity to learn, to grow, and also as a bit of fun, you know? And when you do that, you really neutralize that anxiety, that fear, those phobias, those worries. They go. Because as I say, you're no longer putting yourself under a very glaring spotlight. You are instead looking for ways to learn, to grow and to enjoy yourself, which is ultimately what socialising should be all about. So that is just gold dust, I think, as a social skills rule as a secret to being confident in your communications. It's being genuinely interested in other people. Put the focus on them. How can I make them feel at ease? You know, how can I learn from them? Put the focus on them and take the spotlight off yourself. Now, that doesn't mean, obviously, that you can't think, oh, you know, what should I wear to this event? Or, oh, how should I stand? You know, how should my facial expressions look, for example? They're all very important components of your social life. Of course they are. You know, you need to convey warmth. You need to remember that your body language is very powerful. That is true. But I don't think obsessing about how you look is helpful in any social situation at all, especially once you're there in the moment, because you can't do anything about it. You know, you're here now, you just need to embrace the moment. There's a great, great book. Honestly, oh my goodness, I recommend this book to anybody who will listen to me, my loves, by Susan Jeffers, and it's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And I think this is quite similar. I'm going to try and link them anyway. <laughs> Bear with me. Because she says this, you know, when you're faced with an anxiety-inducing um, situation, for example, you can very easily be overwhelmed by your thoughts, your feelings, your worries, and your concerns. And you could spend 
all day thinking about them and, you know, going over and over the different potential outcomes. <gasps> well, if I speak to him, this could happen, but also this could happen. And in our modern society, we don't like feeling scared. So if something makes us feel scared, we try and avoid it at all costs. So instead of doing it, we'll just sit at home and think about it and overthink it, overthink it, overthink it. And Susan Jeffers says, you should take that feeling of fear and you should do it anyway. Because, and this is the golden nugget from her books, she says, whatever happens, you can handle it. Um, and this is this is how I link that. <laughs> Bear with me. This is how I link that to the idea of becoming genuinely interested in other people. Because I believe that you can learn from every single person and every single social situation, whether it's good or it's bad, or whether they're nice to you or they're rude to you. Even if somebody rejects you, for example, you can learn from your interaction with them. You will take away a life lesson from every single conversation you have. Every single person you meet has something to teach you. Every single person you meet knows something that you don't. And so by focusing on them and what you can learn from them, you feel the fear of what if they don't like me? What if I make a fool of myself? You know, what if they reject me? You feel that fear but you do it anyway. You start that conversation anyway. You enter that room anyway because you are committed to learning and growing because ultimately you realise socialising, social skills um, and, you know, your ability to communicate with confidence is not fixed. It's, it's not in a box somewhere. It's about you being prepared to learn, grow, take risks, and thrive through your mistakes. You know, I actually think it's great when someone doesn't reciprocate in, you know, your kindness in a social situation. Obviously, it's not nice, but it's beneficial because you learn how to deal with difficult people and you learn that even if somebody is really rude to you or somebody doesn't reciprocate your warmth, um, which happens in life, of course it does, in every social situation, in every job, we're going to encounter very rude, hostile and negative people. But the more that you encounter them, the better at dealing with them you will be. And so it's great. It's absolutely great. <laughs> you know, I found this when I worked at a um, five-star hotel. Oh, I did. I just thought I'd drop that in there, you know. <laughs> oh, yes, I did, my loves. And I actually loved it when we had rude people and people who wanted to complain or, you know, no, I tell a lie, I didn't like it, but it, it was helpful because then when the next person came along who was really rude, you knew how to deal with it. You were prepared for it. And my favourite thing, though, was people who, like, weren't very good at conversation and they wouldn't be nice in conversation. And I, you know, I like that challenge of, well, I'm professional. I've got to do my job in a really professional way. Obviously, I can't turn around and be, don't be rude to me. How dare you? You know, full Kim Woodburn. I couldn't do that because I was in the uniform. I was in the suit. You know, I was in the role. And so learning how to deal with difficult people, you know, it was great because I loved the challenge. And again, I realised their behaviour and their attitude is no reflection on me. So I'm not going to take this personally. I'm going to see this as a 
reflection on them, which it is, but I'm also going to see this as an opportunity from the universe to grow, to learn, and ultimately to flourish. And that's what I absolutely love, you know. When you see every social situation as a chance to learn rather than an assessment of your worth. And the key fundamental component here is that belief and that attitude um, that social skills and social confidence is a journey and it's a process. It's not a case of, oh my God, that conversation went awfully. I am the worst communicator in the world. I am awkward, you know, I am rubbish, whatever. It's about going, I'm glad that happened because I can make some notes on what happened there and I can learn from it. And so next time I have a conversation, I'm going to feel more confident because you'll have seen, even though that conversation went awfully, you survived it. You know, you live to tell the tale and you can tell the tale as an anecdote at your next dinner party, you know? So when you stop being so obsessive about it and stop being so obsessed about what people think of you and instead focus on putting other people at ease, your social confidence will go through the roof. And you know, this is why I love being the host of like an event, a party, whatever. You know, I had um, another job name drop, actually. had an amazing job as a uh, host at a gorgeous, gorgeous bar on Regent Street in London. Um, And I love that role. Like, I preferred, and, you know, I've worked in LGBT plus nightclubs as well. I preferred my nights working in a hosting capacity than when I would go on a night out myself. And let me tell you why, my loves, and I hope you can guess what I'm going to say. Because my job was to be interested in whether they were having a good night rather than what they were thinking of me. I was there thinking, well, I'm being paid. That's why I'm here. I'm not here so someone can say, I like you, I don't like you, or whatever. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to earn a few bob, dear. I'm here to, you know, afford my next shop. We're on a student loan here, my loves. Come on. And so it's my job to be as friendly, to be as professional, and to ensure that you have the best night. I'm here to provide five-star service to you. Oh, and I did, my loves, let me tell you. But that was what my focus was on. And when my focus was on the other people and making sure that, you know, they're paying customers, so I need to make sure they're having the best night and they write me a very good review on TripAdvisor. (laughs) When I'm focused on that, when I'm interested in the people around me and when I'm actively focused on ensuring they're comfortable, they're happy, they're having a good night, I take all of the pressure off my own shoulders. And again, it comes back to the idea of getting over yourself. I'm like, I'm just here to make sure they have a good night. And so that's what I will do. And I have to say to you, it was the biggest boost for my social confidence ever because I stopped obsessing about what people are thinking of me and I started focusing on putting them at ease and doing my job. And, you know, today I call that my uh, meet and greet mindset. That's what I call it. Um, and it's it's about getting into role as host with the most. I'm here to host, you know, I'm here to serve the Prosecco. I'm here to give you the best night. And when you focus on that, on making sure people are at ease and having a great time, you, you take the pressure off yourself and your personal performance um, and, and you focus on yeah, making sure they feel good and they're having a great night. Um, I 
hesitated when I said performance then because actually it is important to think about your performance when you're working, obviously, in terms of delivering a service. But when I say performance, that's what I mean. It's about you delivering a service to people rather than performing as the vulnerable you. You know, don't go looking for validation in your small talk with a stranger in Tesco. They don't know you. Don't go looking for validation in your your conversation you have in in the nightclub. They don't know you. All that you should be doing in those situations is giving it the five-star service, you know, being genuinely interested in the people you meet, as in you're interested in them because they can teach you something, you know, and you're going to learn from them, but also interested in them because you see it as your job to put them at ease and to make sure that they're okay. And when you stop focusing so much on what people think of you and you start focusing instead on putting other people at ease, you will find, and I've said this phrase about 50 times now, but I believe it so much, you will find your social confidence goes through that roof, my love. Honestly, I cannot emphasise this enough. So become genuinely interested in other people and become genuinely passionate about putting them at ease, about making them feel important. That is another social skills rule, by the way. We're going to save that for another episode. <laughs> Stay tuned. You know, make them feel important and make it your mission to make sure they're having a great time. And when you do that, you take the pressure off your own shoulders, you alleviate that anxiety. And so even if you're feeling the fear in those social interactions, which is a natural thing, by the way, you will do it anyway, because you'll think, well, it's my job. You know, it's a bit like networking. You, you don't go networking to get personal validation. You go to build those contacts, you know, for a greater cause because it's governed by a sense of purpose. And so even if you go into your social situation where you're networking and you feel really scared, you think, I've got a job to do. I've got a job to do. These people have got amazing life lessons. They've got amazing connections. They've got amazing contacts. If I want my business to succeed, I need to get over myself and get networking and focus on putting these people at ease and making them feel important and being, you know, this five-star host with the most networker to end all networkers. <laughs> so take the focus off you and become genuinely interested in other people. A final thing I would say is see it as a bit of fun. Like genuinely, you've got to see it as a bit of fun. At the end of the day, you know, we're all going to die. I know that sounds really morbid and really random, but that's how I think of things. Um, and the Stoics, actually, over 2,000 years ago, came up with this. Um, I've forgotten what the phrase was, but it's a really nice phrase. Memento something. Memento something. Um, memento mortal, I think. Or Morty. Something like that. Please Google it. Someone Google it and let me know on social media. Please, my loves. The Stoics came up with this concept, right? And it was this idea that you should keep reminding yourself that you are mortal. You're going to die. At the end of the day, nothing on this planet is actually that serious. Because at the end of the day, every single person is, you know, they're going to die. That's a fact of life. So stop taking it so seriously. See it as a bit of fun. Think, today could be my last day on this planet. So I'm going to have fun chatting to him 
chatting to her, asking him a few questions and enjoying it because you do not know how much time you've got left on this planet. So you've got to enjoy it. So just enjoy socialising. As I say, see it as a game. Even if someone's really rude to you, it's not the end of the world. You're going to survive. It's a reflection on them, not you. You can learn from that experience. You've got a great anecdote as a result of that experience. Don't let it get to you. Just enjoy it. See it as a game. See it as an opportunity for growth and have fun with it. And that is today's What's this show called? I keep forgetting the name of this podcast. What's it called? Communication Coach. That is today's Communication Coach. How did you find it? What do you think? Will you be making it your mission to become genuinely interested in other people? Let me know on social media, benwardle underscore. Also remember, you can get a copy of my books at benwardle.org slash shop. And I will be back every Wednesday with a brand new episode of Communication Coach. Next week, we're going to be talking um, about something very exciting called smiling and why that's so important for communicating. But until then, I'll leave you on that cliffhanger. Have a fantastic week. Remember, become genuinely interested in other people and I will see you very soon. Take care. Keep living your best life. Bye-bye.